Let's go. All right, yo, what's up? It's your boy D Starks. Starks are artist. You are now tuned in to the Just Different Podcast where we talk everything faith, life, and culture. We are back again. Yeah. Another week. Yeah. Another session. Where we at with it? It's 85 of them. Episode man. 85. So if your first time tuning in, welcome. And plus, if you and if you've been rocking with us for a while, welcome back. We appreciate the love. But yeah. And we're 15 away from that that first hundred. That yeah, that, that one hundred mark, man. No, yeah, I was thinking about that earlier for like a brief second. It's yeah. just insane. Like that's insane. Getting into April, bro. Yeah, it's it's, it's about that time. Hey, y'all look out for that hundred that hundred EP uh, special, man. That, <laughs> we go <laughs> that we go, special. We gonna try to think of something, you know, some, something special for the hundred for the hundred. Right now, yeah, some we gonna we gonna put yeah 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 we got something up our sleeve that we got for it. So yeah, I'm 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 actually really excited about that though. How you feeling? I'm feeling I'm feeling okay. How you feeling? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. It's been. It, I feel like it's been. Oh man, it's been a, like good week so far. I feel like I've been productive. Yeah, I've started. Oh, for sure, for sure. I've started reading. Okay. Like I'm, I'm the type of person that just like buys books, and they and just they just sit yo they just sit there, and I like I swear that I'm going to get to them, that I'm going to read. I only need to do like this many pages a day, and I just never pick them up. So I'm actually just like going in. And you crazy. actually read them. Yeah, but I mean, these are books that like I actually enjoy and I like, so that's been good. That makes what me. What feel took like you this, so long? What took you so long to pick them up? I don't know, but it makes me feel like I'm actually getting a lot done. You feel me? That's like, what I'm even saying. if I read just five pages or ten. Yes, bro. I'm right. telling you, bro. So I, no, this week's this week's been smooth. This weekend was okay. alright, but no, nah, yeah, I'm I'm locked in. I'm ready to go. That's good, bro. That's good. I had a, I had, a, I had an all right week. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be I'd be lying if I said I was great, but <laughs> wait, you talking about? I'm not bad. This week so far. Uh. Oh, it's only Tuesday, ain't it? It's only Tuesday. I guess kind of like uh, mid last week coming into now. It's just been what's 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 going on. It's confidential. (laughs) Oh wow! Oh, it's confidential. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, it's confidential. Yeah, that that, that's under ropes right now. I'm good though. We're gonna talk about it. That's for the no. That's for the Patreon. (laughs) That's for the Patreon. That's for the Patreon, yo. No, I might talk about it on live or something. But (laughs) yeah, no, that yeah. No, I got you. I'm feeling good though. No, that's it's fair. a good. It's a good day to pod, man. No, it's like it's a great day to pod. So look, everyone tuning in, we hope you are having an amazing week so far. I had saw someone suggest like maybe we do episodes like Monday and Friday so they could have that's it like you. at the beginning of the week and the end of the week. I don't know. Sounds like a great idea. So we're definitely looking into yeah, it. I kind of like, I kind of like the idea and the concept. So we'll definitely see what we can mm-hmm. do. But hope everybody's tapped in. You're at school. Yeah. You know whatever you got going on. It's kind of crazy to think people. Are still in school? No, 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 not not like that. But it's just because we we've been out of school. For yeah, so no, nah, but yo, if you in college, you getting you know you think yo, finish strong. Hey man, like, tough it out. Semester just started. <laughs> finish strong. It just started. Nonetheless, man, let's go ahead and tap in and get into it. So, talk to me, Jordan. Well, no, say it again. What? He said, "Talk to me." No, oh, yeah, say, he mixed up the say sex. it again. <laughs> say it again. What you got for this? Basically, week? y'all. I know y'all getting a lot of acts. It's been acts on acts. Every time I come, it's I've been reading an act. It's because I'm still reading an act. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this, so this week, I got a thought. It started in acts. I guess it's more of like a uniform thought that's kind of sprinkled throughout. I, you know, I got some different verses and, and things I can point to. But it started in acts, and it started with the situation that I saw it was in Acts nine thirty nine. And this woman named Tabitha had died, and Peter was in a, a nearby town at the time. I'm kind of get, giving y'all context for it. He was in a nearby town, so they called for Peter to come to come to the room, right? So Peter gets to this room where this woman had died in Acts 9.39. It says, when he arrived, he was taken upstairs to the room 
All the widows stood around him, crying and showing him the robes and other clothing that that Dorcas had made while she was still with them. And then Fortius says, Peter sent them all out of the room. Then he got down on his knees and prayed, turning toward the dead woman. He said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes. So immediately when I saw this, I remembered the instance in Matthew 9 where Jesus had to clear everyone out of the room when he went to the, the um, there was a, a girl that had died and he had to clear everyone out of the room. So I immediately noticed that parallel. And there's also a lot of parallels between uh, miracles and works that the um, apostles had did in Acts and Je- the things Jesus had did through the Gospels. So I noticed that parallel. And something that I had really got from that that I thought was really important is the fact that they had to clear out the room in each of these instances before they could, you know, do what they went there to do before any changes could happen. They had to clear out the room. And there was also two other uniform facts that were true in both these instances. And it was the mourning that was happening in the room. So in Acts, the people were crying. And they were showing him the robes every morning and they were uh, being nostalgic. And the same thing in Matthew says they were being noisy and they were playing pipes and they were crying. So there was mourning happening in both rooms. And that's why they had to clear out the rooms. And the thought that I had got from this was the fact that mourning and miracles can't exist in the same room. And even deeper than that, mourning and movement can exist at the same time is really what I got from that. You can't be moving on but also mourning you can't be looking towards the next thing but also mourning at the same time this is why they had to clear out the room if they wanted the miracle to happen if they wanted the change to happen the mourning could not be existing at the same time in that room and the reason I feel like this this is is because mourning has a way of like chaining you to your position and keeping you stationary um and this is also shown true in exodus it is exodus 34 8 says that israelites grieve for moses or Excuse me, not Exodus, Deuteronomy 34, 8. The Israelites grieved for Moses in the plains of Moab 30 days until the time of weeping of mourning was over. So basically for these 30 days, they were just in that plain mourning. There was no movement. They were just stationary in that situation, right? So that kind of is another verse that kind of um, solidified this point for me is the fact that you can't be moving and mourning at the same time. Like they were stationary in that place until they ended their mourning. And the reason I thought this point was so good is because Mourning isn't just something that happens when a loved one dies or like an actual physical death. But I think sometimes there's a lot of us who are mourning past relationships that we had to leave behind or that thing that God told us to put down and let go of. We're mourning that thing or something that we had to you know, let go of in our past season. We're mourning all these different things. And I think that's the reason why so many of us were waiting on, I guess, God to move or do something in our lives while we're still mourning the the old thing that he told us to let go of. And I think that's the root to a lot of people's like stagnation and why there is no moving happening while God isn't doing anything in their lives is because they are still mourning. You cannot have a heart that is mourning, but also having faith for the next season. It's impossible. Like it can't happen. And that's shown true through all of these different examples. Right. And even deeper than that, I want to challenge people to in these moments to actually just be honest with yourself because I feel like I've been in situations where I was in that same position, but I thought that I was over a thing that had happened, but in all reality, I was still mourning that thing in my heart. And that that's something that um, talks about that in the word, like they honor me with their lips, but their hearts are fr- their hearts are far from me. The idea that your your lips can be saying one thing, but your heart is really feeling another thing, right? So actually being honest with yourself about how you feel, right? 
Um, it's like your words show what you think you believe, but your reactions and actions show what you actually believe. So really putting the focus on how you are reacting to a thing and not necessarily because sometimes you can try to psych yourself up. Like we've all been there, psych yourself up until like, oh, I'm fine. Like, no, bro, you're not really fine. So that's something I've realized, too, with that morning and movement thing is like just be honest with yourself because if you don't come to the terms come to terms with the fact that you're actually mourning then you aren't going to be able to take the necessary steps to actually get over that thing so that's really the first step is realizing that you are still mourning so that the movement can happen so I don't know I just thought that was really that was really good right the fact that you can't be mourning and God can't you can't be mourning and be having faith for the next season at the same time so I just think and and I did want to say, like, the mourning period is important. I'm not saying, like, you know, if something happens, like, oh, just get over it, bro. Like, you know, brush it off. Because it talks about in Deuteronomy how they had that 30 days. But mm-hmm. after that 30 days, guess what they did? They moved on. Right? So don't get in this place where you're eternally stationary Jeez. and you're not moving on because you're still mourning mm-hmm. things you had to let go of. So it's time to move on. It's time to move on. <laughs> Real talk. It's time to move on. Yeah, that. Wow. Wow. No, that makes a lot of sense to me. And definitely something that I've had to deal with like continuously. And I feel like sometimes I find myself in cycles of it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. When it comes to feeling like you may have gotten not necessarily over a particular situation or something that may have happened, but have worked your way through it. Mm. And then you find yourself like still like, your mind and your emotions is st- are still in a place that your body isn't. Mm. And so it's crazy you say that because I've actually been having this thought like recently yeah. is the fact that, you know, like you can be in like a new season with like an old mindset. Like you can still mm. be like walking or at least attempting to go into something that God has for you like right now still with like all the same habits yeah. and tendencies and just – regiments that you had like before Mm -hmm. and obviously like the two can like never coexist and so like you're trying to like be in one like obviously in one place while Mm -hmm. still stuck and confined to another and so like you're just creating like this friction and frustration and just all of this like you know built up like I don't know just I was gonna say rage (laughs) (laughs) something like that um, and like you said, just essentially being stagnant for the most part. And yeah. so what, like how, how do you, how do you mourn well? Mm, that's a good question. What is that? What does that actually, what does that actually look like? Because like you said, it, it, it comes in all different like forms. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause sometimes you cannot even realize that you're actually grieving something. Oh, for real. Right. Cause it's not just like, you know, when someone passes or you may experience some type of death, like with a relative or a close loved one, it's like, yo, like when that hope or potential you have for that one relationship, yeah, for that one quote unquote soulmate Mm -hmm. for that one for lifer that died, Mm -hmm. right. For that one job opportunity you really thought you had that one college you thought you were getting into when that passes away. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, getting getting past these things, moving past them, so you can be available for the next thing that God has for you, yeah. and not just being emotionally stuck or tied to all these different things, and not mm-hmm. like having the capacity to give energy to what's really about to come. Yeah, 
Mm. So how do you mourn well? Oh, that's a good question. I feel like the way I always look at it, and uh, just through my personal experience, it's just really opening up yourself to the the hurt that comes along with it. Because I think that's, like I said, I think a big part is the, the avoidance of it, to be honest, because it's like, you got to act all big and bad, like, oh, no, I'm fine. I'm good, bro. Like, I don't want to cry. I don't want to. But I, th- I think it is a necessary step, right? I'm, I'm saying don't stay there. Like, that's the, um, I guess, the premise of my point. But also understanding it is a necessary step. So I really think that's how you mourn well. It's really just going into it like, okay, let's be honest with ourselves. Ah, that kind of hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's be real. Like, that kind of hurt. And then that's the only way that you can actually kind of go through that process, right? Yeah, I guess I guess that along with... um not you know getting into a place of isolation i think i think that can happen too in that process of mourning is like you kind of just say oh you know god got me but you know you're still isolated and, and by yourself so like surrounding yourself with people and being open with people about what you're going through um so i think those are really the, the three biggest things i think it's that and just time it sounds kind of cliche but like like i said the 30-day period that the israelites went through like that you know it really just took those 30 days it took time and that time frame looks different it's not always 30 days but it's just um, allowing it to happen, um, not running from it, inviting God into that process as well as community and people. I think that's really the biggest, the three biggest things that come along with it for sure. No, yeah. I think, I feel like in, what episode was that? Don't stay there? Probably. That sounds right. Maybe. That sounds Don't right. Don't stay there. We had, we had talked about this. Like, like, in more, yeah, yeah, in more, in more detail, yeah, just about like what, what, what that really looks like. But no, like, I would, I would definitely, I would definitely say the same for sure. I remember at one point or another, I feel like this was one of those things that I over spiritualized, like the idea of mourning. I don't, if that makes sense, like, because it really is a practical thing. Like, you know, like I just said, it's Yo, really. No, that's crazy you say that. So I was listening or tuning into a live service, mm. I want to say about two weeks ago. And it was this preacher who was speaking and they were essentially leaving this church to take mm. a new position in a different city. Mm. And so they were kind of just at the end of the service, at the end of the sermon, kind to uh, kind of just giving their praise and gratitude to people that have been with them like along their journey in ministry and whatnot. And they had mentioned something about how they had had, um, I believe like a miscarriage or something along the lines. And, and they had shouted out a couple in the room that was, I guess like a part of like their mentorship or at least like spiritual covering and the biggest thing, and it's crazy because it has stood out to a lot of people that I talked to, is the fact that when she mentioned that, she was like, thank you for just being there and allowing us to, like, grieve and mourn and not trying to make some theological reasoning or purpose behind, like, what happened yeah. and just allowing us to walk through our process and, you know, heal. Mm-hmm. And so... That stood that, that stood out to me so much whenever I heard that and she mentioned that in her message at the mm. end. Um, that was such a big highlight for That's whatever tough. reason. But again, like kind of going back to we talked talked about it. But I mean, going back to what episode did we talk about? Um, your emotions. Like, was it, it wasn't emotionally scarred. We did another one. In my feelings. 
or something like that. Maybe. I can't remember, but but yeah, allowing yourself that space just to be human. You know, like yeah. some some things honestly just hurt. Even when you have the explanation, even when you can see that it's going to work out for the greater good and it's in God's will, like yo, some things still hurt. Just hurts, bro. And you're just going to have to obviously, like you said, invite God in and allow him into this space in order to like heal your broken heart through it. And so not like av- avoiding that and like you said, just over spiritualizing it to like try and like ease your I don't know. Like like and like you said, not like over spiritualizing it. And like you said, not over spiritualizing it to the point to where you're just not allowing yourself to to feel yeah. and be present in that moment and skip that step. Yeah. Because, you know, like it doesn't always need some deeper like theological just like reasoning yep. or origin of like this is why it happened, why I needed to. And even if there is one, mm-hmm. okay, like that's it's still that's still present. For All sure. those feelings of that departure and like that's still gone. Separation. <laughs> right. Like I still need to yeah. actually go through it. And be be real with myself, like during the entire process. Exactly. Yeah. So, is that what you did? What? Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? You said you over spiritualized. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No. For sure. That that's why for me that whole process, uh, the moment I'm thinking of in particular, it took such a long time is because the my initial response was over spiritualizing it, like oh. Like it was for a reason, so it's okay. And I'm and I no, it was for a reason, so I'm okay. And, and that just mm. wasn't the case. Like, yes, it was for a reason, but the reason doesn't like expedite the recovery or like you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, and then I had to get to a point where I realized, oh snap, I'm not okay. So I like I went through a whole like three, four months where I thought I was okay when I really wasn't. And then like it's the band-aid sometimes we want to throw on it. Like Romans eight twenty eight, all things work together for the good that love him. Yes. Yes. That's correct. Mm-hmm. That's true. I believe that to be true. I know that to be true. Fact. I've seen it to be true. But I'm still here. Mm. It's still work. Work to, it's still work. But I I I'm I I still have to like I I'm still left with these emotions, with these feelings, with this yeah. grief, with this For pain, sure. right? And the two can still be true at the same time. For sure. But I have hope for the future and what's next even in departure or separation from what I may have lost or was something I need to move on from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so sometimes that's a fact that that's the, just the band that you throw on it to like try and make yourself feel better. Mm-hmm. Essentially like kind of like, Oh, I shouldn't be feeling this way. Yeah. Right. Instead of like actually talking through it or working through it, I'm just like throwing mm-hmm. this, I'm just throwing this verse on it. Mm. I'm just I'm just throwing like all these affirmations exactly and exactly positive thoughts and maybe like hope for what's next, which mm. is obviously being rooted in the word and bringing that into the situation is so necessary. Yeah, but not at the point of neglecting what's actually happening, like with you and your mind and how you're feeling about everything. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad I'm glad we expounded on my initial point because now that I'm looking at it, I guess this is really what I was really trying to get at is the fact that I feel like there's people out there who they, they, things aren't happening for them. God isn't moving in their lives. They feel like, you know, he isn't giving them a direction and they're really confused because they think everything is in order and it's okay. When our reality, 
there's something that you have failed to, you know, deal with. Like, like I was in that position where I'm like, God, like, why do I feel like nothing's happening? I feel like you're not calling me anywhere. I feel like there's no direction. And it was because I was still mourning that last thing and I hadn't allowed myself to go through that process. So I guess that's, that's really my main point. I think there's people out there who are in that position that I was and you haven't allowed yourself and you've been throwing the band-aids on it for so long. And God's like, oh, you're still kind of holding on to that thing. You got to kind of go through that before I can take you to this. Right. So, yeah, that was the fact. There's le- there's levels yeah. in terms of like what you have to unlock to get to the next. Exactly. Season. Mm-hmm. Well, steps you have to unlock to get to the next level. Exactly. So now that's fire. That's fire. So I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad we went through that. But yeah, it's it's time to move on. It's time to move on. It's time to move on. But no, yeah, to say it again. For this week, we come in at the top of the episode and just run back something we felt was notable to talk about that we've heard that we've been listening to. But now, talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> going into our talk to me segment of the episode where you have you all just sending any questions, anything you're going through that you need advice on. So this week we have Kobe, who is 16 years old. I have recently started to take my Christian journey more seriously. And while I read the Bible, I even post verses and even deeper meanings of them on my Instagram stories to share with my friends. Several friends have told me that they like what I do and they like reading it. One time I posted a verse with a deeper meaning to it, and one friend told me that they really needed it. However, I saw that there is a verse that talks about being a false prophet and how that's not good. And I know and I know that and always do my best to be as accurate as possible. But then I saw a verse about hypocrites and that is what I struggle with. It's like I share verses and meanings in scriptures that I still struggle with. So I'm technically a hypocrite. Am I wrong for sharing verses that I struggle with? Um, can I get some advice? Hmm. So, yeah, definitely. I have never actually, I guess, answered this question before. And it's something either. that I've personally struggled with and always like internally asked myself, but yeah. never, I guess, got an answer for or even maybe like asked anyone else. And I always think about different leaders and preachers and pastors who like get up every single week and talk about different topics and issues and biblical truths that of course like are still going through a lot in their own personal lives so like as a leader as a person who's sharing the word like how do you balance that out of yo like yo I really love God and I want to be in a help to somebody else in this moment whether that be like a close friend that I know or a coworker or someone that I'm just like even randomly maybe coming across the street Mm. about but it's like yo like i myself i'm still struggling my relationship with god like you can feel like an imposter like like he said like a hypocrite like fake because like you may be struggling you may be having some doubts in your faith or you just maybe just like have moments where like you're falling into different temptations of things that you may have been delivered from and still at the same time like are in these positions where like you know you want to share your faith and maybe you have to you may be leading a bible study or like you're at church and you're a leader and you're in ministry. And so I think this is a, a really good conversation because obviously something that like we've dealt with like sure, plenty of times still sure. do. And I know a lot of people like have questions about. Yeah, no, I, I will. I'll definitely say first off, one of the main things that I've learned kind of with doing with the podcast is there's a way that it, uh, I think transparency is big. I think something that I've had to learn is like teaching from your mistakes and your falls and the the places where there's nothing, there's nothing inherently wrong with you 
teaching someone what you are currently learning. You know what I mean? But what I mean by transparency is that you cannot try to make it seem like you're high and mighty and, and you're a master of it. You're a master of it. That that's, that's the main point. So even that's something I got convicted on early on with the podcast, even changing my language with certain things, because I would come up here and say certain stuff like, um, like little words, like people need to work on the church needs to work on, or hey. they need to work on that. But, but in like, you know, detaching myself from it, but now it's like we need to work on. Like I'm not taking myself out of it. You know what I mean? Because it's like I'm, I am in that. I am being transparent that I'm not perfect, and there's things that I still struggle with. So there's nothing wrong with teaching from what you're learning. Um, but making sure that transparency is still there to a certain extent. No, yeah, I think that's fair, and I think that when it comes to being a hypocrite, I think it's more a hypocrite. It's like yo, when you're intentionally maybe passing judgment on someone that's struggling with something that you're also in. Yeah. And so I think you have to also keep that in mind as well when it comes to it. So it's like, yo, like if you're in a position where your pride and your self-righteousness is getting in the way and you're like telling everyone else to get their act together and stop like falling into this particular sin when you yourself are behind the scenes and you just like going crazy, like that's when it obviously like it's a problem when you become a hypocrite but sure. there's a difference between that and just giving like encouragement to someone else yeah. right that may be so like give me encouragement to someone that you needed yourself in a sense that okay like yo i i'm struggling with this as well this is what i've learned from this and from my mistakes and this is what i'm going to give you that's helped me yeah. right and that always makes the difference when you're transparent and just vulnerable with like what you're going through. Exactly. Um, to be able to like give that encouragement to someone. So it's always really about where your heart's at and where like your where that's coming from in a sense, right? I think you can still like give that encouragement to someone, even um, if maybe something that you're still walking out yourself. Yeah. And another point that I landed on. Because like I said, this is something that I've thought about before, too, and still think about. It's just the fact that I, d I don't think um, a precursor to being a teacher isn't that there's no error in your ways. Right. I don't think that's a um, like a stipulation for you to be teaching people about what you've learned and teaching people about the word, because if that was the case, then we would have no teachers or people talking about the word, because at the end of the day, we all have some imperfections and things that we're still working on. You know what I mean? Um so I think that's that's something that I always think about as well. And and also on top of that is something that you mentioned. It's like, what are you doing behind the scenes to deal with that thing that you're struggling with? Right. Um, because if you're just actively just in it and not repenting, you're not turning away, you're not seeking out the accountability that you need. then OK, for sure, that's a problem. But if you've you know checked all those boxes and done your due diligence of, OK, I'm getting held accountable, I'm repenting, I'm turning away from it then I think it's, I think it's fine. Um, right. And like, I think you're probably going to mention it. Like there's a big difference between living in your sin and struggling with it. Yeah. And so I think you are definitely airing the side of being a hypocrite. If it is something that you're struggling with, but not repenting from exactly, that's when it becomes a problem, right? Even if you're being transparent and vulnerable with like, this is what I'm struggling with, but you're still just continuously mm -hmm. just like falling, not resisting and are taking those steps to actually change your ways. Exactly. 
then you're then you're then that's when you're a hypocrite. Like that's when there's no repentance, true repentance in your walk with God personally and what you're walking out, then anything you speak concerning his name is going to like air on that on that. Exactly. Right. So basically like struggling struggling implies that you're not just giving in to that sinful lifestyle. So in a way I feel like the struggle is like repentance and action. It's like the struggle is me saying I'm doing this, but I know I need to turn away. That's what that friction is. You know what I mean? So I think even with that language, if you are struggling with it in the sense that you're, you're fighting it, right. That, that means that you are in the process of turning away from it. So, um, and also something else I wanted to mention is cause he mentioned, um, uh, he mentioned like false prophets and false prophecy. And I feel like, um, that kind of, that's also kind of a word, like revival that we talked about in the other episode that's kind of just thrown around thrown around a lot and for the longest time I didn't really know what that was and like a false prophet as it's explained in the bible and in second peter 2 it talks about this for reference is uh, actually it talks about heresy essentially in first peter second two uh dang <laughs> it talks about heresy in uh second peter 2 in that verse which when relating to false prophets and the definition of heresy is belief or opinion contrary to orthodox religious doctrine. So basically heresy and false prophecy relates to when someone is preaching something that's directly like contrary to the word, right? So it's different from me just maybe, maybe I didn't read up on all the context on the verse and I maybe like misquoted it and I said a verse that was somewhere else in the Bible, right? There's a difference between that and me literally saying something that is not in the Bible, like saying something that is contrary to his word. So when it comes to like false prophets and false prophecy, that isn't something you should be throwing around. You know what I mean? Like, um, so it's it's very specific to situations like that when people are teaching a whole different type of message. That's really what false prophecy is. Because I kind of wanted to bring that up because I felt like that is one of those words that kind of is just like kind of said willy nilly. Yeah. So for me, the way I understand it is like there's a difference between error and heresy. And so heresy would be error without repentance. So if I am misquoting scripture, if I am taking it out of context, if I'm not sticking true to biblical principles and what's in the actual word of God without actually repenting and turning my ways and telling, uh, admitting, hey, yo, I was wrong here or I could have done this better or like I understand the error of my ways. Um, that's when you're operating a heresy because you're just blatantly sure. going against the word of God without turning in any direction. Yeah. So I'm glad you mentioned that because even when it, it comes to this, like, talking about God, spreading his word, encouraging other people. That's a big thing too. Cause I know a lot of people can be like, yo, I don't, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, and you have like a lot of anxiety <laughs> yeah. and worry about it. I know that's, that used to be me a lot. It's like, yo, I don't know enough. Like I, I don't, you know yeah. what I mean? I need to like have just a bit more information on like this verse or this chapter in a context about this, um, which is fair. And I think having that caution, like it's just from like a pure motive and intent, but not allowing that to just maybe like restrict you. And you to be like hesitant to the point to where you're not going out and just sharing right. your faith. And like sometimes, like of course, like you you you're gonna maybe get it wrong. It's about it's a part of like spiritual maturity. For sure, I've right? definitely said some things at some point that weren't right. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like even exactly like even throughout this podcast, throughout like the obviously 85 episodes that we've done, like they may there may be some things we said or I said a year ago that I may not even agree with now, mm -hmm. or I may have like, maybe not, I could have given more context to, yeah, I could have yeah, said yeah. It in a better way. Exactly. I could have, um, been a bit more intentional in my like hermeneutics and studying the scripture and dissecting it. Right. Right. 
But it's all about, like, admitting that, being honest, doubling back, and making sure, hey, like, yo, I was wrong here, and that's it, you know? Um, and obviously, always, like, checking with, like, your circle and your sure, community, sure. your spiritual covering, people that have more maturity, more experience than you, yeah. that always help you and keep you in check when it comes to that. But I'm glad that you mentioned that, because I know that's a big thing, too, because just, like, spreading the word mm-hmm. whenever people are doing that, exactly. just ev- evangelizing. No, but yeah, this was good. I think it's something that I've always dealt with and had questions about. Like, yo, like, or you, it's just like, dang, like, dang, I can't really speak to this because, like, I'm in it right now. Like, can I really, like, you know what I mean? Like, you may be out, someone's trying to, like, ask you about something. It's like, bro, like, I, like, you know what I mean? I was just in this last week, gang. Like, last weekend, I was, yeah, <laughs> I, was yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really out there, in mm. there. Um, So you're just questioning your own credibility and, yeah. like, your own even position as someone who can even like share. And so I think it always depends on like the position of your heart and where it's coming from. Like for sure. Said. Cause even, even in, cause I've been in similar positions like that. And something I got convicted on is like, if I have the answer to their question and it's truth and it's what actually is going to help them, even though I might not be doing the best at implementing it in my own life, I feel like if they are asking me, if I don't give them that truth, that's kind of like blood on my hands. You know what I mean? Like if I have the answer to what they're saying, that what could actually help them in their lives, I feel like in that situation, it's like, and obviously like, you know, don't, let me not act like all oh, high mighty, but like still, if I have an answer, like, yeah, bro, like maybe do it in a way like, yeah, bro, I struggled with this before. I struggled with this, you know, here and there, you know, and then but give this them, is what helps me. This is what helps me. Right. So given it's still given that truth because if not like that blood is on your hands type of thing. So that's something that I, yeah, I got convicted on before too. Yeah, I think it's just always about being real. And I think that, like, you being transparent with what you've gone through, how you struggled in that particular area that you're speaking to doesn't take your credibility away from it. I think that's what mm-hmm. people get, get like, caught up in. Like, yeah. yo, like, I can't, if I tell them, like, yo, I'm struggling with this or I've dealt with this in the past and, like, it may take away from the influence I may have or mm-hmm. the power or the way they receive it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's usually not the case at all. Like, especially when people are really seeking truth. And needing just some direction. And obviously you have the biblical answers and like it's something that you've been through and you yeah. have something to say about it. Definitely like speak speak to it for sure. Um but then also there's that balance of like knowing when you need to step down too. Mm-hmm. When it comes to like, yo, if you have like a public platform, like if you're on TikTok out here, like you know what I mean? Like, yo, knowing you not right with God, mm-hmm. knowing you ain't read in weeks, you haven't prayed in months. But you want to be on Christian TikTok proclaiming to, like, be a minister and right. a pastor or a teacher and giving, like, all these daily words and whatnot, and you and God aren't even right. Mm-hmm. So I think there's always that balance, which I feel like is a whole nother it's, conversation yeah. when it comes to, like, being a leader, a teacher of the word, yeah. which it talks about in James 3. But, yeah, and there's al- there's always a balance, but I think that there's levels. It, there's levels. There's, levels, yeah. levels, there's yeah. levels. But when it comes to just, like, casual conversation, conversation and people asking you for encouragement and you obviously wanting to just like share your faith like again like if you're in a that continual state of repentance walking with god being righteous holy then i think i think you're good for sure but it's something i've always gone back and forth with yeah i've it's it's been tough for real no yeah yo look hope hope that help kobe and whoever else that was honestly that was for but no, yeah, again, yo, if you have any questions, anything you're going through, any story time, anything that you want us to have some commentary on or just speak to when it comes to a particular topic or a subject, whatever it is, 
definitely hit us up. You can text at 502-501-5144. It's going to be linked in the description for you to text. And we're going to be doing it pretty much every week from here on out. Probably going to be doing it like at the end of the episode or like after to say it again. But nonetheless, appreciate y'all. Obviously, Much sending love. everything in. Yeah, it's all. It's yeah. always love. We love being able to help y'all any way we can. But nonetheless, let's tap in. I think we officially changed the name of the segment, y'all. What they talking about. What they it's, talking it is about. official, man. It just what, sounds right. Yeah, it just sounds right. It they just it, it fits, <laughs> man. So it, it's, about, it's about that time. So look, yeah. going into our... What they talking about segment. So, no lie. We had no idea what we were going to do this yeah, week. Yeah, just to be completely real. I had no idea. I didn't know. <laughs> we did not I, know what they was talking about. Yeah, we <laughs> Yo, we had no idea what they were talking about, what was going on. And I actually, I remember it. Shout out Karen. Shout out Karen. Shout out. Um, Adakora, the GOAT. She had actually DM'd me, I want to say, about a week ago, week and a half or two weeks ago. And she sent me this post, and she's like, hey, like, I would love for you all to cover this and speak on it, because I would love to hear your thoughts. And I was, like, definitely going to put it on the list. And so, like, as we're preparing for the episode, we're getting the camera set up and all the lights and whatnot. I'm like, oh, snap. Like, I remember this DM she sent me. And so I went to it, and I found the video. And it was basically this video, or this reel, of this woman who was preaching, and she was basically rebuking people who were going to... The Beyonce concert and just basically talking about how Beyonce, her music fan base, or at least what she's created and her art and whatnot is a very much attached to like witchcraft and things of that nature and that Christians shouldn't be participating in listening, supporting, going to shows, et cetera, et cetera, which obviously caused like a huge like uproar, at least for the time, whenever it was happening, this is kind of still relevant about like yeah. two weeks ago. And a lot of I was going through the comments, a lot of people, some people upset, some people like in agreeance of like definitely like using discernment and things of that nature. And so it's definitely something I felt like, dang, like we might as well hit and talk about. Um, and really, I think the biggest conversation here, it really isn't Beyonce. I think it's being very cautious of what you're lending your ear to. Right. And what you're consuming and what you're allowing yourself to be exposed to when it comes to what you're listening, what you're seeing, what you're allowing to hear, like, on a daily basis and regularly. Like, when it comes to music and even when it comes to, like, any form of media, like, yeah. yo, what is that line? What is that balance? Because this is something I've struggled with a lot when it comes to some of my favorite artists, like, people that I love. Mm. I mean, love like on repeat you know what i mean like late night roof you know what i mean the roof down you know what i mean the convertible no i don't got a convertible but that like sounds good that sounds real good but you know like late night like listening yeah. to like to these artists and them being like a part of like your life essentially mm -hmm. you know like different memories that you have like oh, growing up yeah, for sure. um for sure. and then of course at some point as their career evolves or they just change and mm -hmm. transition to like different stages and whatnot you see different patterns and whether they're that be their music their behavior their career that you know is totally against like what you believe what you need to actually be yeah. listening to meditating on but it's still hit though still tough that last album still was <laughs> no skips you feel what i'm saying <laughs> like i know he said something iffy here 
<laughs> but hey, bro, that was hard. Yeah. That was yeah. hard. And so it's something that I've really struggled with. And I'm, I, I've honestly been very hesitant to even like talk about this because I am not a big fan of religious people. And what I mean by that is people who make their preferences doctrine mm-hmm. and make their own personal convictions the standard for how everyone else needs to live. They get up on their platforms that they have and they're continuously always like trying to discern, oh, like this is demonic or this person is doing X, Y, and Z. Oh, they're part of the new Illuminati. And it's like, mm. it, it's just too much. It is, it, it's really, it's OD. And I just don't think it's always necessary. I think it's sometimes for the most part, like a reach. And I'm like, yo, like, why are we spending our time trying to like point out all these different quote unquote false prophets and people yeah. who are just like so into like witchcraft and leading people astray when we needed to be like focused on advancing the kingdom and making disciples, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. and not taking our attention away from that. And so um, I think with that has come a deaf, uh, like an ignorance mm-hmm. and a naiveness to what is actually happening and what's influencing the things that I'm listening to and the people that I'm watching yeah. and hearing on a daily basis um, because like, I just kind of like tune it out. It's just like, yo, are they talking again? Like, get out of here. Like, I don't want, I don't want to hear that. Like, oh, yeah. this is, oh, this is another one that's demonic. Okay. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. it doesn't hold weight. And so I think there's always that balance. When we talked about this, I think when we were talked about the Grammys yeah. of, yo, like there are some things that are actually definitely like, for sure. When it comes to it being whether it be of the cult, witchcraft, whatever, that are like influencing you in ways that you may not know, and yeah. it's something to pay attention to. Is my point. There are some things that are actually notable to pay attention to, and make sure that you're being very vigilant of. And mm-hmm. so, that's something that I'm currently learning right now. And I'm like, wow, like some people may have had a point. Yeah, like they they. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like the way they went about it, but. But I, they got a point. That's a fact, and it's something that I, when I say like struggling with in real time as I'm speaking to you, it is a struggle for sure. Um, and so with all this, we, I actually watched a live that Jackie Hill Perry has on her YouTube channel, and it's like Beyonce and the necessity of wisdom, and this really shaped a lot of like my thoughts on the conversation. I like. Definitely highly recommend everyone yeah. to go over there and check it out. It's it's amazing. I've only listened to uh, about half of it. But one thing that she said in there is the fact that for her, she, in mentioning she was referring to Beyonce, is the fact that like she liked the music so much that she didn't have discernment. discernment. Yeah. You're so infatuated and so engaged in this particular music and this art and it almost like she said makes witchcraft cool and relevant and something that like you want to be a part of and consuming or whatever that is. And that's definitely been me for sure. in a lot of instances and like, even when it comes to like secular music, you could say like that's something that I have been really challenged with lately that I don't want to deal with. (laughs) I do not want to deal with, right? Yeah. So, like, when it comes, like, I'll be on, like, so Brent Fias, him, I don't care. Bro, one bro of, love, bro if not 
my favorite artist. I am an R and B. He's good at what he does. Mm-hmm. He's, He's at amazing what he does. at what he does. And even Jackie Hill mentioned this. I'm a fan of like creativity and artistry and musicianship and greatness across the board. Yeah. And so sometimes that can blind me from what may be actually influencing it and what may be the agenda behind this creativity that I'm seeing. Right. Uh-huh. And so even with that, like, yo, he slaps. Last joint went crazy. Joint before that went crazy. No skip for me. And it's like, irrespective of knowing, like, you know, his music, more edgy, low-key, just mad sexual mm-hmm. and depressing, right? And knowing that that's not something I should be, like, consuming regularly or at all, to be honest, but in spite of that, still, like, you know what? Like, it'll be okay. One night ain't going to hurt nothing. Mm. I can go through the album one more time. <laughs> I mean, it ain't really hurting me that bad. Like, yeah. I'm not, it ain't, it's not put me in a uh, a position that I'm, like, necessarily sinning or going against God. And it's not necessarily always if something is, like, sin or not or if it's, if it's bad. It's like, yo, like, is this pushing you closer to him? Is this glorifying God? Mm. And so it's something that, like, I've been going through. And trying to really just, like, figure out for myself. It's definitely something that, like, I know has been pressed upon my heart recently. It's just, like, to just start, like, weaning back on different artists and music that I listen to. Um, Because it's, like, right now, I think I'm in a season where guys, like, I want your undivided attention. And that requires me to take, you know what I mean, my walk to another level. Yeah. and so yeah, and I and I hate this because I don't like talking about the whole like sec- secular music, Christian music thing. I think it's the most goofiest thing in the world. I don't I don't like the term like mm-hmm. Christian music. It, it's I, I don't. But like here we are, spiritual maturity, um, and this is the conversation. <laughs> oh man, uh, I think lately I've been on the same type of, and I don't know if it's the season that I'm in right now. Like you're saying, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Because at one point or another, I I was really heavy on the it's a personal conviction. And I still somewhat believe that. But also, the more I think about it, it's like, it's just not necessary. Like, you know what I mean? I just feel like man, listening to secular music isn't necessary. But I feel like the way that I talked about it at one point made it seem like it was. Like, I had, like, you know, like, uh, like you're you're defending it so much to the point where it's like, I feel like no one can come to me and give me a valid argument as to why it's like it's necessary in my life for me to listen to secular music. You know what I mean? As, as a believer. So I think that's kind of, like I said, it might be just a season of my mind, but that's kind of like where my mindset has been lately. It was just kind of crazy that we're having this conversation. Cause I was thinking about this the other day because I had started just listening to like Christian music worship, like for, I think maybe it's been like the past week or so. Anytime I'm in the car, when I wake up, like it's all I'm listening to. I haven't listened to a secular song in a long time. And it's like, I really haven't, missed it for one two looking back on this like this past week i feel like it's it's been better a little bit i don't even know how to explain it so it's like feel better i feel better yeah i just feel better you know what i mean i don't know if that's contributed to it i feel like it is so i don't know that's where that's where i'm at with it i just feel like it, it isn't beneficial but i also feel like even with me it's such a hard conversation because i am an artist and i make music so in the sense of uh i think your 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 creativity has a way of expanding when you're listening to different and new stuff. So it's like for me, that that's always been kind of like a hard juggle as well. Like 
how much can I listen to? Because I feel like when I, if I see a new project of someone, I feel like I'm going to tune in just to hear like the sound, just to hear like the different engineering and different sound effects that they're doing. I feel like that's, that's good for uh, a level of inspiration, right? A level of inspiration. So for me, it's been a hard, you know, kind of like a hard conversation and thing to juggle. But like I said, as of lately, it's been kind of like, I just don't feel like it's necessary. And And since that's the fact, it's like, why do I listen to it? So that, that's that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, I think that, I don't know. I think, I want to be clear. When I say secular music here, I am referring to music that is glorifying values, beliefs, principles, and systems that are completely contrary to the word of God. So when it comes to, like, we can talk about, like, gun violence, mm. sex, Drugs. Y'all know the ones. Yeah, those the high, that are the deliberately, bit, you know, like yeah, like the those, Uzi's right? Like, exactly, like th- like that particular type of music, because because I think that I think art can just be expressed in so many different ways, mm-hmm. and that like yo, if you make a song that is just like genuinely about just like love, oh yeah, and whether that. that be just like an exp- or experience that you had. I don't think that's negative or even listening to. That I agree. Particular Some of the Bruno Mars songs, I don't have an issue with. Yeah, so I, I think, oh, man, this is such a deeper conversation, man. It is. It is such a deeper conversation than what it is. There's too much nuance to it. But where we land and why I bring it up is I think just having more discernment when it comes to what you're listening to and what you're consuming. Yeah. Right? Like, even when you don't think it is, like, affecting you. It's deeper than just than just music sometimes. You right. Know? It's deeper It's deeper than just music. It's deeper than just, like, oh, this is nice. This is something crazy just to play on the ox for. Yeah, and in that, in that live that Jack, that you mentioned about Jackie O'Perry that she did, this is something that she had brought up that I thought was a really good point. I think there's a parallel that can be made in terms of, like, um, practicing a thing. Because she brought up the, the communion. And someone could easily look at communion at face value and say, oh, it's just it's just drinking in, in, in a cracker, bro. Like, oh, it's not that deep. But when you actually look at communion, like, it's really deeper than that. Like, there's there's a, like, a even the word communion, it's like a way of you coming together and, and, and communing, like, with God. And it's, like, signifying something deeper than just you eating a cracker and drink. Like, it's deeper than just that. So when she brought up that parallel, I thought that was a good point. So, like... When you're looking at music, it, it, you can kind of say the same thing. Like it's it's not it's it's deeper. Like it, it's not yeah. just words and so, like you know it can be it's deeper. It ain't just like a, just nice, a nice beat with some like just lyrics. You yeah, know what I mean like because all all of it it matters. It matters. It does. It matters. And so just being what I what I'm learning right now is just being more intentional about what's influencing me, and looking at what's influencing me at who I'm listening to, what this really is about, what it's promoting, what I'm allowing myself to meditate on, because that's what you're doing. Like, it's what you're meditating on when For sure. you have that song on repeat, this particular artist, that genre, like, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And this gets even deeper, because we always want to talk about, this is, bro, this is a whole nother episode. <laughs> we always want to talk about secular music in the Christian community, and this is my problem with the conversation because it just stops there. But some of y'all will like won't listen to Drake, but you're gonna go and watch um, mm. break, I, them, I, shows. them shows, them shows, them shows, them shows. Like you won't you won't listen to a secular mm. song, but you're gonna listen. You're gonna watch a secular movie. Mm. Why don't we talk about TV that show? Like 
in the sense that movies that are like glorifying like all these different particular like activities yeah. and things like and I I know of course like music has a different effect like on the heart and when it comes to like its impact and influence but of still. course right but nonetheless it's still what you're allowing yourself to meditate on and consume it's For still sure. a part of your spiritual diet regardless and so I think it moves past even this when we're talking about influence in terms of music in terms of yo your entire diet right like yo all right, it's like, all right, I'm only drinking water now, but you haven't, or you still having Oreos every night. You eat fried Oreos every single night. Yeah, come on, man. You going out to eat every night? You going out to eat to McDonald's every night, bro, but you yo, still, but you only drinking water. That sounds good, bro. You your your saying, breakfast still, was Doritos and corn dogs, bro. Like, but you on. only drinking water. It's like that same thing. So I think even across the board of just like being very vigilant of what that looks like, how it's influencing you, and just taking those necessary steps and being open to the conviction, to the correction. That's a good point. Yep. You have to be open to it because it is something that like, you can probably hear my voice now that like, I still kind of want to like defend <laughs> a little bit. Like, yo, like yeah. justify, like, no, like I can still listen to this particular artist or this mute, like this mm-hmm. song, this music, like there's nothing wrong with this. Something I'm still wrestling with myself, but it's like, yo, obviously given that yes, regardless and knowing that like, it, there's a, you know what I mean? A, there's something on the other end of that. And the fact that, like Jordan said, like, yo, you don't, whenever you're really walking with God, there's nothing you really miss. Mm, that's a, and that's a bar. And that's a fact. We can, um, we're going we, yeah, we we to we wrap up. We're going to wrap up. When you're walking with God for real. Like, for real. And you're, you've moved into a season. You may be a season where it's, like, stagnant. You're, you know what I mean? But when you're, when you're walking with him and everything that you do, Nothing else really, nothing else really matters. It's like, yo, I want this at any cost. Any. You want, I, I don't, that discography I got to throw away to have you, your presence, what you have for me, let Take him go. It. Take, you, you can need, have you, it. You, you, you want Drake? You, you got have, it. You can have him. You want Brent? Hey. You can have him. It was great. It was great while it lasted. Yep. That's the mindset that you have to have across the board with anything, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to this. And that's what I'm still working through. Yeah. Of like, yo, like it, his way's better. Mm-hmm. It's more fulfilling, more satisfying, yeah. and it's going to produce more fruit of peace, patience, joy, all these things in your life that those other things won't even, can't even compare to. Yeah. Right. On and that so, note, yeah. I did want to say that to add to that, just for encouragement, I feel like the hardest part definitely is just letting go of it. Once you let go of it, that's when you actually see the fruits of it, and it's like, oh, I don't really miss it. But it's right. getting to the point where you let go of it. So that definitely is the hardest part. It's kind of like that tug of war, letting go of it. Right. And from there, it's like, oh, God, show me what's on the other side of this. Like, I don't really miss that for real. You know, right. there's no necessarily pull. So, In fact, and that's true. Like, I think sometimes I'd be, like, forcing myself to, like, want to, like... <laughs> Still listen to some of these songs because I know that like I don't <laughs> I mean, need it now because that that's you and I think that's why I love the putting you one is what we do is oh because yeah, like sure. I want to be making sure we're making room and a platform for artists that we love that are Christian that make great music Good music yep. like it's just heat it's tough you feel what I'm saying so like I really because that used to be my excuse well like well, they don't have this particular sound I love that excuse or this artist in in Christian like no it is there it's there I promise you. 
it's there. Go to that underground scene. Go, yeah, go yeah, find it's it. Gonna, it's going to take a little more work, effort, but it's yeah, there. Yeah. I promise. Um, So, yeah, like, when you're walking with him, there's nothing you really miss. It's there's not there's not there is nothing that you really miss. It, it's 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 just him. That's all. That that's all you need. That's, that's got to be your heart's desire. Yep. If it. he needs one of them to go, then you have a nice one. Get him out of there. Pack him up. <laughs> Yo, pack him up. Pack him up. Pack it bro. up. Pack it up. So yeah, and I think it's times and seasons for everything. To be honest with you, and mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm not again like yo, I don't think listening to second music is a sin. Again, I think it's still personal I don't think conviction. So either. I think it's still personal conviction. But the point of the conversation and why I bring up the Beyonce thing is I think that it's really important to just be vigilant of what you're allowing to influence you. Yeah, being very very intentional because like I love I love the parallel with the communion thing. Like it was a good fire point from her fire. Like, yo, like, it may not look much to you. Even if you're you're taking it and you don't know what it necessarily it's, means. It's deeper. Or what it's doing. Mm-hmm. It's still deeper. It is. And maybe f- influencing you in a way you don't even know mm-hmm. or don't even feel or mm-hmm. realize or recognize, yep. regardless of what that is. And so just being vigilant of it, doing an audit, going through it this week, the yeah. next month, the rest of the year. It's like, dang, what is what am I really giving my ear to? What does that look like? Mm. And if God says no, then... Pick it out. You got to, bro. Wait, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, Yo. sir. Yes, sir. 85 of them. Yeah. 85 of them. 85 of them things. But they thought we thought they thought we missed it this week. Nah, I was waiting to the end. We got a banger. <laughs> he said for I saved it for you. <laughs> Had to save it for the end. Now, this is we obviously we don't ran Alex Jean on here before, but this song has been on repeat for me. I'm sorry. Hey. Yo, shout out everyone that's been sending in like songs Real talk. and different artists. Yo, we have been like I've been like going through them, been listening to them. Definitely coming a lot more like artists and songs that like y'all are putting us on to. And I think we're gonna make a playlist soon too. I wanna do that. But this is forever in faith. He yeah. just dropped this, John. People who left the episode are going to be sick. If you only believe in me. Don't you be like that. Okay, simple. I will love you forever. If you only believe in me. What? I'm walking with God. I don't need a drink. The devil be talking. I don't entertain. Huh? I'm walking in faith. I fell on my seat. I did it in faith. I gave it to God. And he made it great. Put me in good soil and took out the snakes. I'm walking with God. I don't need a drink. I'm so on my seat. I did it in foot. I gave it to God and he made it great. He made it great. Yeah. Uh, what? Huh? I'm feeling good and I'm done. I can feel it. I'm being late. I'm finna walk in the world. Don't need drinks. But I ain't shooting no demons today. I'm gonna keep seeking the kingdom with faith. I'm gonna trust in the truth so he got in my ways. Oh, yeah. And I hope that you find out. Oh, I'm walking with God. I don't need a drink. The devil be talking. I don't entertain. What? I'm walking in faith. I'm throwing my seat. I did it in faith. I gave it to God. And you made it great. Put me in good soil and took out the snakes. Huh? God, I do good at this rate. Don't you think like that? I don't want you on the Nah, he ain't that. Hold on. What? Yeah. Love you forever. Come on! I'm walking with God. I don't need a drink. The devil be talking. I don't entertain. 
I'm walking in faith. I'm so on my seat. I did it in faith. Huh? I gave it to God. And he made it great. Put me in good soil and took out the snakes. God, I do good at his rate. Don't you think like that? Stay real, stay humble. We'll catch y'all Friday, man. Love.